and welcome to SEO SAS. You are joined with myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at Like My Media. And with me, I have the glorious Hannah Bryce, who is SEO manager at Soak.com. We have coined ourselves as being the G.I. Janes of the SEO world. Why? Because each week we pick a topic that's quite interesting to discuss and sometimes we don't agree, but we basically debate it until we get an answer for you. This show is brought to you by Like My Media, also known as Sarah's Second Home. At Like My Media, we help our clients to find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, video, content, or even podcasts, just like this one. We're actually using their podcasting equipment right now. Ah, how lovely of them to let us use their equipment. They are super lovely people. <laughs> we like to think so. Even you. Ah. Right, Hannah, how are we doing? Yeah, really good. It's uh, it's beautiful outside. It is so beautiful. So why have I got a cold? Why do I sound nasally? It could be hay fever. Well, could be. Have you ever had hay fever? Sometimes. Ah. It's something to do with the pollen count. If the pollen count is high. Or grass. I am actually... Grass? Yeah, my hay fever is triggered by grass. So you can't go like rolling down hills. I can, and I will. (laughs) Hay fever, don't stop you. Hay fever, be damned. I have got a bit of a poorly finger at the moment. Oh, no. Got a bit of a sausage finger going oh, on. Yeah. So it's really annoying because it's on my dominant hand and it's my index finger. So as I'm typing, it just, I'll accidentally tap it and it's so painful. So productivity gone down or? Well, no, but it <laughs> has got me out of washing up. Oh, <laughs> And cooking dinner. Amazing. And other household chores. How do you get this finger problem? (laughs) We've got a fiery Jack Russell who doesn't get on with my sister's dog. Uh, The cousins, I see. The cousins. And basically, they had a fight about food. Uh We tried to feed them. And our dog was like really possessive over her dinner. Understandably, yeah. And there was a little bit like a standoff, you know, the wow, wow, wow. Yeah. I'm trying to do the, you know, the cowboys in a scenario oh, no. music. <laughs> there we go. That's a lot better. Yeah. And I then they just is. went for each other. And I was like, flipping heck. So I just went in Aww. and grabbed, like, because Millie's smaller than my sister's dog, grabbed Millie. Yeah. And obviously, in grabbing her, she accidentally bit me. Um, <laughs> Obviously, a complete accident. Yeah. She is lovely, Millie, as you know. I know, and, yeah, And so is Dolly, my sister's dog. But they just don't get on. And now I've got a fat finger because I was breaking up a fight. Oh because of food. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, life treated you well? Yes, can't complain. So, Hannah, what are we going to discuss this week? Something that we've been going on and on about for ages. Mm-hmm. And something that we absolutely love. A screaming frog. Oh yes, we're a little obsessed, aren't we? Yes. So everybody needs a website crawler. It works in this very similar way as Googlebot, so it crawls the site like a spider. And this one just happens to be called Screaming Frog. Interestingly, and I can't remember if you told me this or if I told you this, but the owners of Screaming Frog called it Screaming Frog because a cat cornered their frog in the garden and they found out that Scrub Scrogs scream? Frogs actually scream. So that's why it is called I want to say that we've discussed this on a previous podcast you know everybody should know this yeah. if we have told you before you're welcome you've now heard it again well yes i mean people will be listening to this episode for the first time <laughs> so and it's trivia that everyone needs to know there we go and if you work in an agency you can sound like you're an absolute pro with screaming frog before you've even used it because you know that handy little tip moving on <laughs> swiftly 
so yeah it crawls urls it fetches key elements of your website and it's absolutely wonderful for technical audits and informing your on-site work Awesome. I think that's a very good overview. So yes, basically now what we're going to move on to is Screaming Frog has two different versions. It's got its paid version and its free version. So I'm going to go through the paid. No, I'm going to go through the free version and (laughs) Hannah's going to go through the paid version. Yep. With the free version, you are limited to call 500 URLs. So if you're a small business, I can't imagine that you'd have many that like more than 500 you might with the paid version there's more technical stuff that you can do yeah but saying that the free version if you forget about only being able to do 500 urls you can still do so so much with the tool which is why me and hannah love it (laughs) so and it's really good for people starting out with seo as well because loads of people use screaming frog there's a really nice community so anything that you want to learn how to do google it someone's written a blog about it it's usually on the screaming frog website exactly so and there's so much you can do so i'm just going to pick out a few key elements because otherwise this podcast would be too long and you'd probably hate SEO SAS. <laughs> so yes, first things first, you can check broken links. So you want you call your website and it will give you a report on any broken links that it can find. Mm-hmm. So basically there you can assess these broken links and have a look what you need to do with them. Yep. So what sort of things would you want to do with a broken link? Well, you, there's actually a report which you can download from Screaming Frog you can just export it into an Excel spreadsheet and it will show you where the link's coming from and where it's going to so the source and the destination and from that you're usually able to just fix it okay cool it also you can page speed is very important to SEO and with Screaming Frog it looks at pages individual Mm -hmm. individual individually and tells you how fast pages load yep and average as a site actually as well so and average yes yeah and i think the benchmark to go for is around two seconds that's what i've heard that is what i've heard on the grapevine <laughs> so some pages might load really fast compared to other pages so there you can prioritize your most important pages that are taking really long to load and then you can look at fixing them yeah i'll also flag up any pages that are too big or small with pixels and size. A really awesome thing that you can check for is duplicate content. Uh, yes. Now, duplicate content is an issue with SEO. And what Screaming Frog can look out for is duplicate metadata. So hashtags, uh, subtitles, meta descriptions, that sort of thing. Yeah. So you can check that you've got no duplicates. Because obviously, if you've got duplicate metadata, mm-hmm. you're confusing Google. Yes. Which you don't want. What else is there? Redirects. So obviously, sometimes a site needs redirects, but be careful with redirects because they do slow down your website. Yeah. So each redirect that you do. Because Google's crawling all of those and it has to go through a loop of about five or six to get to a page. Yes. And, and that's another thing that it looks out for is redirect chains. So where there's just been constant redirects and the source hasn't been dealt with just because like the... like. Yeah, it's redirected so many times mm-hmm. that you, it's just a nightmare. And it's wasting your crawl budget. Yeah, so what you can do is there's an actual redirect chains report. So yeah, you can deal with them and upload your spreadsheet or Excel spreadsheet or whatever you're doing to check that you've dealt with them and there's no chains. Yeah. If I said that in the right way or if I confuse people. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, you can also, so sometimes if you've downloaded that redirect chains report, you can put that through to see whether there then are more redirects. But yeah, if generally, if you've done your redirects checks, 
most of the time, hopefully there aren't more than one redirect. Yes. Internal linking. So having a good internal linking structure for your website is really good because obviously you're telling Google what pages are important. Um, so here with internal linking, you can check that, well, a good scenario of using internal linking is say you want to delete a page. Yep. Um, whenever I want to delete a page, I will always crawl it on Screaming Frog and just make sure like how many internal linking it's got. And if there's lots of internal links pointing to it from your own site, yeah. don't delete it. Just like you would or, with an external link, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Internal links are just as important as external links. So yeah. yeah. It could 404 a hell of a lot of pages. It could. It could. So yes, very, very handy tool. Href, href lang tags, Hannah. I know that you've got some experience in this. Big fan. <laughs> Number one big fan. <laughs> yeah, so it just shows you which pages have got them. So say, for example, you've got seven different country websites or subdirectories and you've got, it shows you where you've got the hate of lang tag pointing from one to another or where maybe perhaps you haven't. So yeah, really, really helpful. Yes. These favorite. are all tabs, by the way, so really simple to use. Yes, 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 yes. Once you've downloaded Screaming Frog, you will see all these as, as tabs and it's really easy. It looks quite post. scary to start off with. Yeah. It's like, how the hell do I use this thing? But then once you get clicking around. Yeah, stick the URL in, it'll be amazing you'll be fine and you'll look you'll really fine. super technical anyway, <laughs> sorry carry on um no, no it's fine it's really good for can canonicals canonical canonicals flipping hell <laughs> i hate this word i refuse to talk about it you can take this one okay <laughs> i love it i've thrown a paddy <laughs> okay canonicals so you can see where the canonicals are you can see which pages are canonicalized make sure they all look okay if you've only got about 10 of them on the site it'll take you two minutes yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine with that one. And also what you can do is check for any URLs that have been blocked by robots.txt or nofollow. Great. So obviously, if these pages are being blocked and you don't want them to be blocked, that means that they're not showing up in the Google's index, which means you're not going to be found. So sometimes it makes sense for pages to be blocked. So for yeah. example, you might have a thank you page. So someone fills in a contact form and they're taken to a thank you page. Obviously, from uh, usability and functionality of the website, you need that, but you don't necessarily want that thank you page to be indexed for people to find yeah. in Google or Bing or Babamboo or all your other search <laughs> engines. Uh, so, yes, I mean, there's a lot more that we could have probably gone on. Well, but they are the main things. To be honest, yeah, they are the main things, and you can find general overview site overview report which does cover all of these so if you want to see what percentage of the site has broken links or what the general page load is or i don't know how many duplicate hate ones you've got okay. they're all in that report which you can pull off which are really really helpful for a brief overview and an audit however moving on to the paid things with the paid option you by the way that's 149 pounds per year per user so really not bad at all and um, you can also schedule so you can schedule crawls so if you wanted to crawl at 1am when you don't want to be awake and press the crawl button but you know that there's not going to be any users on the site um, you can schedule that you can also change your crawl configuration so for example one of the ways that i do that is to ignore robots.txt in a crawl most of the time it will it will respect robots.txt like Google does, but you can choose to ignore it if you want to maybe crawl a development site. Right. Just yeah. to make sure that the URLs there are working fine or check that there's no 404s, really handy in the migration, that kind of thing. And it's really important that if a site is in development that it is blocked by a robot. I've come across websites where it's obvious that it's being developed because it's a product description oh, no. comes here and it's yeah. like, oh, but this is being found. We shouldn't be able to see this. Shield my eyes. <laughs> you can also 
custom source code search, which is to do with XPath. Don't worry too much about this. It's basically the the uh, syntax parts of an XML document. I was going to say, getting yeah. technical I'm here. not going to go XPath, into depth about what? that. That could potentially be a much bigger, bigger conversation. So other things that it does, it looks at your structured data. And it helps you to rem- render JavaScript. You can use, you can crawl it for your mobile pages, so you, or your AMP pages. It integrates with Google Analytics and Google Search Console. That's very handy. And there's also free technical support. Oh. So they're the, be- the benefits. And obviously the main benefit, if you have got a site with thousands of URLs, then you are definitely going to need the paid version. Mm. Like I say, it's an absolute bargain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And seriously, as soon as you start having to play around, you, you will see yeah. why. That's... We're not getting paid by so, uh, Screaming Frog. Promise. <laughs> we promise. Now, a good point to address here is Screaming Frog will only crawl linked pages. Oh, good point, yeah. Thank you. So basically, it won't necessarily pick up any orphan pages. So pages that literally don't have any links to it. Can you think of an example here? Yeah, maybe you've brought out a new product and um, you've started developing it on site. You put it live, but you've not got any links to it yet because it's not any navigation. Yeah. And nobody can actually find that unless they use perhaps internal search or something okay. like that. Okay. Well, there's a very good example of that. So to get around that, Use other, uh, so Google Search Console and have a look at the index URLs. Yeah. I'm getting a bit technical, so this might not make any sense, but I did go, not last Brighton SEO, but the Brighton SEO before, went to Philly, 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 Philly. How many times have I just said Philly? <laughs> I went to Philly Weezer's workshop and he was talking about if you depend on third party tools like Screaming Frog or Google Search Console, you won't necessarily get all of your URLs. Yeah. So he said something about your log files. Yeah, or, or you could do a like Google that. Site search as well. So site, yes. and then colon, and then your URL, uh, removing the www if you've got it. And then that will show you how many comes up in Google's actual... Yes, because then you can see how many Google's indexed. Yes, exactly. So. There we go. So some cool. really good scenarios. We made it through. <laughs> well done. Easy. I'm going to have some orange aid. You should. Celebrate. Some really good scenarios where you might use Screaming Frog. So you could go through the overview report, which I've lovingly already told you about. So uh, you go through reports and then look at how many 404s you've got. You could look at your page load speed, your duplicate content. And then what you do is you go through all of these tabs one by one to sort of have a, have a closer look at that. Or the separate reports to pull all of these off singularly. Okay. So that's just one point. Reports, really, really useful. One of, an example of how you would do that. So you would find all the duplicates. So say, for example, in my report, it says I've got 200 duplicates. I'll then go on to whichever tab is relevant for that. So if it's page titles, I'll export them. I'll fix them. And then I'll re-upload it to make sure that actually... You can re-upload it as a list. And mm. then you can crawl a list rather than crawl the site. And then just check that actually they're all completely changed. And if it takes you, uh, I don't know, half an hour or an hour to crawl your site normally re-uploading it as a, as a list is really really helpful yes yeah. if you've got sort of 200 of those it'll be done in 30 seconds and rather then, than yeah 30 half an hour yeah yeah so that's really helpful another scenario is seeing what so broken links or broken pages and what response codes yeah. are being flagged up so did you know that for you know the 400 response code yes there's 54 different is it 54 no 51 sorry 51 different types i did not know that and it scares me a little bit i know right <laughs> so there's not just because obviously everyone knows the 404 yep. which basically means 
ah, page can't be found. Yeah. And then the other one, typical one is the 410. So where you're, where you're telling Google or any caller, this is no longer here. Yeah. But there's so many more. <laughs> so many more, it gets confusing. I don't know why you need that many, but hey-ho. But yeah, so once you know what the response code is, then you can have an action plan of what you want to do about them. Yep. Sort yep. of thing. So like, for example, you might have a 404 where it actually needs to be a 410 because you're no longer that page is, needs to be gone and you're never going to have it again. Yeah, sort of or thing. you might find out that actually you're doing a migration you've ended up with a load of 410 codes where somebody's decided that you don't need these pages anymore. So when you've recrawled the old website and then you've, it, it's not actually then sending links through to the new one. So you've got all of these pages with 410 codes because they're just gone. Oh, okay. When they should have either been completely deleted or redirected. Okay. Interesting. Very good. <laughs> What else can you do? Oh, really, really handy. So another scenario is we've talked about page speed. One thing that can really slow down websites is images. Images being too big. Ah, yeah. On the large side. On the large side. <laughs> so basically, you can crawl and it will. You go to the image tab in the report or whatever we're calling it, and you can pinpoint all the large ones that then you can compress through a tool yeah. like tiny jpeg or um other plugins on a wordpress for example yeah um, and you've got your um alt tags as well haven't you so you can see which images yeah. do and don't have alt tags oh okay so it's not just size then you yeah, can yeah. do like more technical stuff because you need to tell uh, just because we can see a picture that it's a pink cat doesn't necessarily mean that google knows it's a pink cat you exactly. need to tell google or it's a blind a pink person cat yes yeah yes who has a website dictated to them there we go another area uh, and the final area that we're going to talk about in terms of scenarios are migrations so uh, another nice topic for you <laughs> juicy <laughs> i don't know i don't know why i said that like that <laughs> juicy <laughs> i liked it <laughs> so once you've got a list of all of your urls that is ten, tends to be where you'd start with the migration, isn't it? So you'd look at your redirects. Where do you get that list of all your URLs from? You're going to go through your whole website. Are you going to go through the whole of Google? No, you can just put it through Screaming Frog. Of course you can. And it will tell you, you can pull them off as all the, all of, well, every single element on your site, including image files, HTML pages, everything, or you can split them up. So you can pull them off as image files. You can pull them off as HTML pages, for example. Then, you, like I say, that that's really useful for mapping for redirects. Then you would put that, again, that list back through just to check that the redirects are all working. You can also create a custom sitemap. So if you're not working with a system that does that automatically, and if you don't enjoy doing it yourself, you can create that uh, in Screaming Frog using URLs, which can include when the sitemap is last modified, last changed, and the frequency of when it's regenerated. Okay. Sounds really technical. Again, like you said, look online for that if you want to do that because there's there's loads about how to do that. And then again, like you said earlier, check your canonicals and your hreflang tags because obviously they're really useful and um, important in migration too. And then the final point I wanted to make is that it is... Uh, we've said it's pretty wonderful. What I really like about it is if you are paying the £149 per year, it doesn't roll over. Uh, what will happen is it won't charge you automatically or just convert you to the free version. So even it's not going to cut you off, you're going to be left with something and um, then you just pay for it again. Okay. And it's just by credit card. Online. I hate it when, I don't know, you know when you sign up for a free trial to yeah. something and then it automatically asks you for your credit card details and then it automatically charges you because you forget to like yeah, yeah i hate that so hate good on too. screaming frog i think that was a really yep yeah, general basic overview and hopefully for, for beginners it's, it's explained a little bit if you do need any more advice on this or you want sort of fact sheets or anything just let us know mm. 
Moving on to our feature. So, isn't that the noise that you made last time? There we go. You're very good at noises. I'm really not. One of my main skills. Yeah, I need to get better. (laughs) Okay, so I have a list of true or false. It's a list that I've got from animalsake.com. Okay. Or sake. It's spelled S-A-K-E. I don't know if that's sake or sake. Anyway whatever uh <laughs> move it on i have a list of one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven and you've got to tell me which are true and which are false in terms of are they frogs or toads <laughs> <laughs> i love this so nothing's true of seo no and um i tried it on dom my husband who does seo obviously very important relevant <laughs> he got all of them right apart from one no. Yeah, he did. Is he like a toad? Like, no, he's not. Oh. I think he likes them, but I don't think he... I think he knew a few of them. I think okay. he guessed quite a lot of them. Okay. So yeah, no pressure. Wow. Pressure is on. Okay, first one. Midwife toad. It's false. Sausage frog. <laughs> These are false. Fire belly toad. Yes. Painted frog. Yes. Auntie frog. <laughs> No. Dying dart frog. A what? Dying dart frog. A dying dart frog. Yeah. Go on. Gorilla toad. (laughs) Yes. Glass frog. No. False. Long-nosed litter frog. (laughs) True. Tomato frog. No. Sarsaparilla toad. Yes. Excellent. I had so hard to keep a straight face because I thought if I smile, you're going to think that's a lie. Did you make the fake ones up? Yeah. Oh, okay. As always. Well, I think if there's a job, you know, (laughs) just as an idea, you know, when like um, we find out a new species of something, (laughs) you should have that job of naming species (laughs) of frogs. Thank you. I appreciate that. Anyone who listens. I would love that job. (laughs) So you got one, two, three, four, five out of 11 right. Ah. So just to run that through, midwife toad is a thing. No, it's not. Yes. <laughs> Sausage frog, you're right, it's not a thing. Fire belly toads is a thing. Painted frogs is a thing. Auntie frog, not right, you're right, that's <laughs> completely false. Dying dart frog, correct, is a thing. Gorilla toad, you said yes, it's not. Glass frog, it is, you said no. Long nosed litter frog, you were correct, it is a thing. Tomato frog, true. No. Yeah, seriously. Sarsaparilla toad, you said true, it's false. Sarsaparilla? Sarsaparilla. Where did that, where, what does, does sarsaparilla mean something? I, I don't know, I think so. Just I feel keep... like it's a word. Sarsaparilla. Yeah, I feel like it's a sauce or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dom also got the tomato one wrong. Oh, okay. He was like, that's not real, you've made that up. And I was like, no, it's actually real. Um, so yeah. See, gorilla sounds like that could be. Oh, anyway. Okay. Why I chose it. <laughs> So I lost. I'm afraid so, yeah. Uh, oh do, well. do you want a forfeit? Uh, have you got a forfeit? Okay, you need to gargle just a, a song r- of your choice. Gargle? Yep. I don't know if I've gargled in a while. How do you gargle? A little bit, just a little bit. Mm-mm. That's it, yep. That's very good gargling. It's very fizzy. How about ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang? Okay, what, well, you want me to Google this? Yeah. Uh, Google, gargle, <laughs> SEO on the mind. <laughs> Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've forgotten the song. What's the song? <laughs> Ooh, ee, ee, uh, ting, ting tang. There you go. Oh, because tango. Ting tang. <laughs> right. Relevancy. 
Don't try this at home. That guys. was better than it sounded. <laughs> <laughs> better than it sounded. It's really hard to gargle fizzy I, stuff. I completely, yeah. If I you nearly ended up in your face. <laughs> I like Lauren Jane, it's fine. In your face? <laughs> Why not? Spat out from my <laughs> okay, mouth. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> right, that's the end of our podcast then, isn't it? It is. Thank you very much for listening. Yes, thank you very much indeed. If you want to ever talk to us, please do. You can find us on Twitter. SEO underscore SAS. Thank you. I'm very much struggling. <laughs> Gargling tango. Oh, someone did get in touch with us. So when we were talking about WordPress and we were like, oh, what did people do before WordPress? Yeah. My boss told me. <laughs> Dreamweaver. Oh, yeah, of course. They I've used Dreamweaver. Dreamweaver. There you go. And they and apparently you needed to know like some fundamentals, fundamentals of coding. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Basically so days. moving on. I'm also on Twitter, Sarah McDuck, at Sarah McDuck. Find us on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. Sarah McDowell, Hannah Wellings. Hannah Bryce. Oh, <laughs> I got That's it fine. right Don't at worry. the beginning and I got it wrong towards the end. <laughs> Just some promo stuff. Marketed.live conference coming up in September. Don't forget that you get a discount for being a listener. So if you go to marketed.live forward slash SEOSES, it gets you some discount. Also, if you want to find out about the marketing conference, go to marketed.live. And yes, I made it sound like there was loads of promo things, but that's that it really. It, yeah. yeah. All right. Give us a review, by the way, please. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank Re- you, please. Yes. Thank you, please. Love you a long time. Bye. <laughs>